magic lamp. Wonder what happens when I rub it. You have awakened me. I shall grant you three wishes. My first wish is for economic development. My second wish is to save hours of travel time. And my third wish is to create safer roads. You could have just wished for bus rapid transit and gotten all these things with one wish. Make all your transit wishes come true. Learn more about bus rapid transit at indigo.net slash bus dash rapid dash transit. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answer in. That's catchy, isn't it? I'm not in this it's Kendall and Casey I'm show. Sure I'm Rob Tony Kennett in for Casey today. Kevin's here. Voicemails, if you'd like to call the hotline, 317-684-8444. 317-684-8444. All right, so yesterday, as I have done many times on this program, Tony, I posed a question to the listeners, including all of the uh, Mike Pence gravy train people who couldn't run a... Uh, I love a good gravy train. Church's chicken, if their life depended on it, but yet have made huge money in the government because they have clung to Mike Pence like grim death. I said, you or anyone else, please call and tell me what the signature accomplishment of Mike Pence is, either as a congressman or as a governor. We really never seem to get a phone call with any sort of accomplishment, which is weird because he was in government for like 15 years before he latched onto Trump's coattails. And somebody called about that request. Hey, Rob. Hey, Casey. I have two sheets of paper here that have outlined uh, everything that Mike Pence did as congressman and governor. But I made a mistake. I'm looking at them, and the pages are blank, except for one little line down at the bottom. And it said it got his idiot brother elected to Congress on name recognition, and he hasn't done anything but collect a paycheck buy better-looking suits. But I'm sorry, his brother, he is my representative for my district. Man, he is so dense, light bends around him. But I like Mike Pence. I've met him several times. He's always been very nice. But I don't need nice in political office. I need effectiveness. And we haven't had that from him. And we certainly haven't had it from that bankruptcy filing Haunted off on the citizens of Bartholomew County, Greg Pence. So there's that. So, uh, so, uh, was that not what I said earlier on in the show? Like almost verbatim? I, I, I'm, I know it's unpopular. I, I like Mike Pence. I've known him. I've known Karen for a long time. I was his last West Point appointment before he ran for governor. Um, and I, I've like Mike. Greg, could screw up a two-car funeral procession, and I, 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 I don't know. The man, the man's got it right. I, I got to be honest. The, the Greg Pence thing amazes me. Like having been around Mike Pence, etc. I see how people can get enamored with Mike Pence. Greg Pence is like Fredo. He doesn't have any of the characteristics Mike Pence does, other than he looks like his brother and his last name is Pence. And yet, I just saw somebody the other day, Jim Banks had some event that Greg Pence was at. And it was like, people were, look at these great conservative heroes. When it comes to Greg Pence, based on what? 
Yeah, Greg uh, does a really great impression of a statue uh, all the time, actually. In fact, people haven't let him know that he's allowed to speak as a congressman. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're actually allowed to represent your district. Did you know? You can go back, you can talk to people in your district, um, and then you can take what it is they're concerned about and you can address it on the Hill. It's called federalism. It's a crazy idea we come up with. Um, but the only thing I've seen from Greg, Pr- uh, Greg Pence is his billboards. Yeah, I see his billboards on 40 all the time when I'm driving through Knightstown. Greg Pence serving America. I, that's great. I, I don't know how. I don't know what he's really done. And look, do we need rank and file Republicans to vote along with the Republican agenda? You can make that argument. But I'm sorry. I don't want to like vote in a mannequin to office. I don't want to vote in the plastic cutout. I want to vote in someone with some conviction for their district. Well, and here is the question when it comes to Greg Pence that I've long pondered for people. And you're in his district, I think, right? I sure am. Yeah. The question about Greg Pence is, do the people not know about the Keel Brothers Oil Company? thing they, I mean, just, I, they don't care how could you not care what that guy did with the local bank to the taxpayers for the environmental cleanup how he shows his face i mean the fact that he sh- just shows his grinning face in public tells you all you need to know and yet the voters keep sending this guy back i mean that is the most american thing ever where somebody totally screws you over in which their business dealings not only screwed a community over, it screwed you over as a taxpayer, and you go, oh, look, this guy's here. We're so lucky. It just blows my mind, Tony. I, again, I, I get a lot of interesting comments, at least to me, because, well, you could, Tony, you could never run for office because you don't just, you never toe the party line. I, I don't I don't play soft-handed, soft-handed games with people. I, I give them the straight answer either way, and I don't like Greg Pence. I'm sorry, I just don't. I just I get changed my mind, I guess. All right, so we have a, a reoccurring caller, Tony, on this show that is a great intrigue and a mystery to us. Um, we don't know if he is on something. We don't know where he's at, if and when he's calling. But every time he calls, I feel like I must know more about this guy. And the other day, we were talking about uh, a certain type of encyclopedia that was big back in the 1970s that I had no idea. I did indeed know that people went door-to-door selling encyclopedias. I had just never heard of this specific encyclopedia. And that had this guy very concerned. You don't know what a Funkin' Wagnalls is. That's not cool, bro. The dumbing down is working on you. One of the smartest people I know doesn't even know what a Funkin' Wagnalls is. Where are you going to go, man? You know, when you don't have enough social credit, go on your smartphone and look stuff up. So, it made me think, you don't know what a Funkin' Wagnalls is. I didn't know what a door-to-door monkey salesman was. So as weird as it is to you that there's a fucking Wagnalls, what the deal was, some person came to your house, your parents' house, with fancy colorful pictures, and they sold them volumes of encyclopedia. There was tons of different kinds of door-to-door salesmen back before our time. So there was also door-to-door monkey salesmen. Now that sounds impossible, but truthful. I really want to meet this guy in a crowded place somewhere just to find out where there's no chance harm would come to me. And maybe he has to go through a metal detector of some sort. But I need to know more about this guy. Now, you know, we all have been aware for a long time (laughs) of people out there who believe 
in the myth of the Loch Ness door-to-door salesman. <laughs> How could you? The dumb and downs working on you, Rob. That's what I've never heard of before. you the dumb and downs working. Them 5G towers are shooting the beams yeah. right in your eyes, Rob. When I don't have enough social credit to get on the internet, I will not have my funk did, and waggles you, encyclopedia. Did you see that? That uh, like in, in China now, they're requiring you to smile to get through turnstiles for your social credit rating? What? Yeah. So apparently, if you don't know the whatever the wazzles or whatever, I guess, you're not going to be able to get through turnstiles at the subway. That's going to be the new social standard, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, all right. One more phone call. Yesterday, Micah was on his usual Tuesday segment, and he talked about the importance of principles and values and how they are being eroded from our society, and somebody called about that. Regarding principles, I guess that's the best way to describe it. He's spot on. The problem that we have is that we have gone away from our Judeo-Christian principles. All things done right through morality, not the law, are what's important. When you know in your heart what you're doing is right, you continue on. And if you know it's wrong, you stop. And then the law can take effect. Without morality, there is nothing. So I commend Micah Beckwith for saying that because, in my opinion, he's spot on, and we need a lot more of that. We've gotten away from our Christian principles. And Christian principles mean not only for people who are Christians, but across the board. We were founded on Christian principles, which are proper, right and wrong. And until we can get back to that, I feel sorry for the state of our country. We need more of that. You know, we'd been, uh, I think kind of what instigated that is Mike and I were talking about how few people show up to these meetings, whether they're town or city council, school board, county councils, whatever. And I was talking about how frustrating that is for me and what we can do about it. How do you get people more involved? And I know that's something you struggle with too. Mm. And it, it's really frustrating because I talk to a lot of individuals who simply are, they're apathetic. They just are. They, they, what they seek at the end of the day is they want comfort. And they want to be left alone. And and I respect that. I, I do respect wanting to be left alone and just going and doing your job and just going and spending the rest of the evening home with your family. However, as a citizen of this republic, you have a responsibility to hold it up. You do, even though I am a very individualist, conservative with libertarian sympathies. I understand that you have a responsibility to your community. And until the rest of the American republic wakes up and realizes that you can't sit this one out, we're going to continue traveling down this dark dark road and a lot of people are going to get hurt all right that's tony kennett i'm rob kendall kev's here stick around hammer joins us coming up next hey guys how would you feel if you lost out on hundred and eleven thousand dollars in retirement income get this 96 percent of americans lose out on an average of hundred and eleven thousand dollars yes hundred and eleven thousand dollars in social security income and that's because they claim their benefits at the wrong time the good news is you can learn how you could avoid this with a free social security analysis from bill demery your retirement guy right here in indy If you've saved at least $200,000 and have not filed for Social Security, schedule your free analysis by calling 317-932-9912. This free customized analysis shows you exactly how to get the most out of your Social Security benefits, and it won't cost you a dime. 
Call 317-932-9912. 317-932-9912.